Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. This is a friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine. Once I tried to run, I tried to run and hide. But Jesus came and found me and he touched me down inside. He is like a mountie, he always gets his man. And he'll zap you any way he can. On this episode of the commercial break. haven't had my morning milking yet. <laughs> it says in Galatians 4 through 4, let the milk flow when the sun rises. <laughs> Thou shalt jizz on thy wife three times a day. The next episode of the commercial break starts now. Yeah, cats and kittens, welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is my Kuka Loka co-host, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. When, you know those people who are like just a little bit too friendly with everybody? You know, yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like they're too eager to get involved in everybody else's business. They're too <laughs> eager to help everybody else out. I like to sit back in like this natural pocket of waiting for something that really needs my attention, and then I'll jump in. Let me explain. <laughs> you get onto an airplane. This is going to be about airplanes, so let's talk. Let's give an example airplane. Okay. You walk onto an airplane. You get in comfortable in your seat. Everybody else is coming on, and then you see an older lady, maybe a shorter person, and they're having trouble putting their bag up. And so after a few seconds of seeing them struggle, you, you stand help. up. And you help. Yes. Right? You do. Example of someone that's way too eager to help, they get into their seat and they stand up and they just like start grabbing people's bags and putting it up there for them <laughs> on their behalf. Right? Where are you coming from? Uh, you know, we're all coming from England, I guess. Oh, I just spent 70 days in Australia five years ago. Oh, you did? Yes. I was helping the Aborigines find water. Oh, that's great. Can I help you with your bag? No, thanks. Do you know how to turn on the TV? I do. If you press that button, you'll call the attendant. Thanks very much. Do you like the shade down or do you like the shade? It really doesn't bother me. Whatever's cool with you, bro. Do you know how to lean these seats back? I do. You press this button. Thanks, I already got that part. <laughs> this guy that I got stuck with on the plane on the way back from England was one of these guys. I followed him down the jetway. Remember I told you he was like one of the first people on the plane. So the actual first person on the plane was an elderly lady. The second person on the plane was this guy in front of me. He had a roller bag, like a, a carry-on zip bag. As he was going down the jetway, he tried to he's a little he's a he's like a doughboy. He's a bigger guy, right? Mm -hmm. He seems a little he seems younger. He's got this beard. He tries to sit on his suitcase and ride it down the jetway. What? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then when he inevitably kind of falls on his butt, he gets up and he's like, ha, ha, uh, didn't work, didn't work. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it didn't. But anybody that wasn't a three-year-old could have told you that. 
So Did then you ever he ever write it. So then he looks back at me. And he goes, "Watch this," and then he sends the bag down the jetway. No. Yes. Was he drunk? Chrissy. No, I don't think so. I think he was just kind of a <laughs> okay. kind of one of these guys. That's like a, just a little bit too affable. It ends up being creepy. Like it's it's an inconvenience. You don't. I I want the option not to talk to you on the plane. It's not that I'm not a nice person. I'm a very lovely human being. But planes are not a place where I make friends. It's just not. I just don't. I'm a very lovely human being. I'm a super lovely human. I'm a pragmatic <laughs> pragmatist. I'm a son and a husband and a creepy old man. And I just sometimes want to be left alone. It's like we were talking about with the Uber. Well, headphones. Headphones do it. That's exactly what I did, but that didn't stop this then, guy from being all in my shit. Well, so you guess could have been what? Like what? No, uh, sorry, yeah. sorry, I can't hear you. I'm listening no, to sorry, a you're gonna have to call. ride down the jetway on your bag on your own. <laughs> yeah. I don't find you funny. You, I don't find this interesting. Push? Yeah, <laughs> but he, like he was trying to impress me with something that I was like, cool, cool, man. I guess I don't know. Sends this thing down the jetway. We get onto the plane, and wouldn't you fucking know it? He's in your aisle. He's in my goddamn aisle. Not only is he my goddamn aisle, he's <laughs> sitting next to me, Chrissy. <laughs> so then he gets into his seat. I stop to talk to the uh, attendant for a minute, and then I go over to my seat, and there he is. I'm sitting in the window. He's sitting in the aisle. <laughs> two, three, two. Oh, and he hey. goes, he goes, oh, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> We're sitting together. And I was like, yeah, we are. Where are you coming from? And I was like, England. That's why I'm getting on a plane in England. Where are you going to? America, because that's where the plane is headed. And he's like, he's like, oh, man, I just spent five days in Africa. I was down in Australia. I was helping the Aborigines. I was up in Russia. I was trying to negotiate a settlement between Ukraine and Putin. And I'm like, okay, great, dude. And he starts to make his own little home <laughs> on the seat. We all know these assholes. He breaks out silverware. He's got a plate. He's got a napkin of his own. He's he's got uh, he's got his head. He's got two sets of headphones. He's got a uh, an iPad and a phone, and he's working the TV. And every person who comes on the plane, he's saying something to. So there's this old lady, that old couple, older couple that sits across the aisle from us in the middle seats. And the guy literally has a bag that says New Zealand on it. It's like one of those carry bags. Yeah. It just says New Zealand. And he's like, oh, did you go to New Zealand? And the guy goes, <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I actually just got a bag that says one of my daughters, whatever he said, you know? And he goes, let me tell you about New Zealand. It is one of the most wonderful places on earth. I have heard that. Chrissy, <laughs> I have heard it too. For 45 fucking minutes on the plane, I heard all about how New Zealand was wonderful. We had our own travel coach for New Zealand sitting next to me. Meanwhile, he's got an entire bedroom set up next. He's got an entire <laughs> bedroom set up. The guy is crazy. He's got his own pillow. He's got his own blanket. He literally brought his own silverware, Chrissy. His I own seen that silverware. One. Fork and knife. I didn't even know that was allowed. I didn't even know you could bring your own silverware no. on a plane. Can you? Fork and knives seem... Not low. a fork and knife. A fork and a spoon. He had a fork and okay. a spoon. Okay, wow. Chrissy, the guy in front of us was like talking to his wife and or the lady he was with. And he's like, ah, I'm trying to get to this movie, you know? And he stood up over the chair and he was like, if you just press the home screen right there. And the guy's kind of like, what the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is, who the fuck are you? It's like he popped up out of nowhere. Just And he goes, if you press the home screen and then you go there, you can have the search function. You type in whatever movie you want. 
And this guy's like, okay, uh, thanks, man. Thanks, I appreciate it. Yeah, and listen, if you press the other button, it calls the attendant, and then that third button, you can see where we are in the sky. He was an expert in He was an expert in everything, Mm -hmm. is what he was. (laughs) So we get settled, plane's about to take off, and he nudges me. And I have my earphones on, and I'm watching something. So I take my earphone out, and I'm like, what's up, man? And he's like, so you live in Atlanta? And I'm like, yeah, I, I do live in Atlanta, yes. I live in Ohio. Oh, okay, cool. Ever been to Ohio? I have. I can't say a lot. I was in Cincinnati once. Cincinnati's a great city, but let me tell you about Toledo, because Toledo is really the gem of Ohio. (laughs) And he starts going off, and I'm stuck in this hellacious conversation where I don't have an opportunity to say anything, and he's telling me all about Toledo fucking Ohio, which, God bless Toledo fucking Ohio, but... Would you want to be stuck on a plane with me where I'm gabbing about Atlanta for an hour and a half if I didn't ask? No. No. You just want to be left the fuck alone. <laughs> so he's going on and on and on. Chrissy, this goes on for like 10 minutes. I swear to God, we're jet, we were taxiing forever. I'm like, just please let this plane get in the air because then I can close the blind and just pretend like I'm sleeping. Right. So after a minute, he's not shutting up. So after a minute, I just, I, I, I put my headphone back in and I'm like, I got to watch this for work. I'm sorry, brother. Yeah, work is always And a he's good like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll catch up when the video's done. And I'm like, no. So I had <laughs> to pretend. It's six hours long. Eight hours. Eight and a half it's hours. It's going to be eight hours long is the video. I had to pretend that I was sleeping or watching this video the <laughs> entire time. I literally had to ignore the, the flight attendants so I didn't catch this guy's eye because I was afraid I was going to get involved in an ongoing, never-ending conversation about nothing that I care about. <laughs> I am a nice person. You're very lovely. But don't push me too far. And by push me too far, I mean talk to me. <laughs> I'm a lovely human being when I'm not being spoken to. <laughs> You'll find that I'm rather pleasant when I'm not talking. <laughs> I just couldn't Did take it. Did he eat? Did he use the fork and knife or fork and spoon? Let me tell you about the worst part about this. So I fall asleep. Or I'm pretending I'm sleeping one yeah. of the two. I can't remember. I fall asleep. And then they come to serve lunch or breakfast or whatever it is. And they come and they serve the lunch and the breakfast, and I'm not awake. So when I wake up, the stewardess, uh, the flight attendant comes right over to me, and she says, Mr. Green, you were, you were sleeping when we served uh, food, but uh-huh. I've got plenty of stuff back here. i got a tray if you want, whatever you want. Like, let me know. And I said, no, 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 no. Let me do this. Let me get a soda and some snacks, like whatever she was offering, <clears throat> and I'll be fine. Sends over a soda and some snacks. I open the table. I eat a little bit of the snack. I open the soda. I pour a little bit into a glass with ice. And I take the rest of the soda that she gave me. And I put it in that little, you know, that little seat thing in front of you, right? Yeah. So I can save it for later. Mm-hmm. I don't want to waste it. So I'm like, okay. I, she comes over. She, clean, she cleans up the stuff. I put the tray away. And then I'm going to go back to sleep. And, as, and, and what I notice out of the corner of my eyes, I'm trying to go to sleep is the guy takes the snacks and the Coke that I had put in front of me. He grabs it and throws it in the trash can that the stewardess has as she's walking by. He grabbed my not trash trash in <laughs> front of me and cleaned it up on my behalf. Oh, well. I didn't even know what to say at that point. I was like, I, 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 don't, I think the best policy here <laughs> is just to put my head on the side of the plane and pretend like I don't even I I yeah. I no longer speak English because this guy was and you just got to resign control. yourself then that like this is what I'm dealing with for the rest of the flight. I 
have met people on cocaine less eager to do something than this guy was. And I'm pretty sure he was just that way. That was just his personality. His yeah. You know what he was in? He was in technology. That's what he said. He goes, I'm in technology. I work in Toledo. I'm like, you're in technology. What technology? Did you say you're in you the in? business of business? I said, I'm in the podcast machine. The podcast <laughs> machine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the business of business. You're an entrepreneur. Wow, I'm also really thirsty. So, I don't know, that plane story made me thirsty. Yeah. You know how you're always on the plane and you're always thirsty, yes. but you don't want to drink too much because then you have to go piss every five seconds, and I don't want to go piss every five seconds because that's the most inconvenient thing in the world. Those fucking... I thought to myself while I was in that plane and I went to go pee, I thought to myself, you know what we could do here? We could take one row of seats, like, you know, $20,000 worth of plane tickets on a round-trip flight to and from, $20,000 worth. Let's take that front row out and let's make the bathrooms just a little bit bigger. Wouldn't it be They're nice tiny. to have a bathroom you could walk around in? They're like, tiny. Even just a regular stall option. It's so small. It is. And why? Is that so people don't fly around when there's... <laughs> Maybe. When there's, Maybe, but then also, too, you don't have as much room for the $20,000 worth of t- tickets that you could have sold. Yeah, but you, then you got $20,000 worth of piss and shit all over the floor. They're always so disgusting, too. It's like no one ever attends to them, right? <laughs> Even on the Virgin Atlantic, which is a beautiful plane and really... The service was wonderful. Yeah. But even on that plane, it's as if no one had thought to step in the bathroom and do anything. <laughs> Trash cans no, full. No one's going in there. I don't know. I don't know who's holding whose penises when people piss. But for God's sakes, that pee is everywhere. <laughs> it's like my three-year-old. I mean, I understand sometimes the plane is moving around and it's kind of hard. But it's also a very small space in a rather big bowl. It's kind of hard to miss. You just aim for the middle. And if it goes off a little bit to the left or the right, you're fine. But guys, get control of your cocks. What the fuck is going on? You just piss on the floor now? Is that what we do? Is there no decency left in society? Add this to the treaty. Oh, okay. Let's not bother each other on airplanes. Let's just not bother each other. Don't make a home out of your airplane seat. How's that? It's not your house. It's an airplane. It's a public place. Some people want to be talked. You know what you should do? Just like that Uber has that, you know, do you have a preference about air conditioning or whether someone talks to you or what happens during the, the thing? They should have that same thing on when you buy an airline ticket. And those who have the preference that they don't want to talk to anybody else should be <laughs> yes. seated together. Right? Am I right about this? Yes. I think this is a really good idea. <laughs> and then you should identify whether you're a family with small children or not. And the people with small children should all be sat together, too. So that way, if we're bothering people, we're just bothering other small children. It doesn't really fucking matter. In the smoking section. I'd love a smoking section back on a plane. I'd start smoking again if they had smoking (laughs) on a plane. I am old enough to remember smoking on a plane. Do you remember smoking on a plane? Well, I don't remember smoking on a plane, but I remember the ashtrays. Because it took a while for them to buy new planes Renovate. didn't have... I remember the yeah. ashtrays on them for sure. I took an Aero Mexico. I'm noticing flight. just just yeah. FYI, I'm noticing on our treaty list. There's quite a few airplane rules. Yes, because airplane, I think, is where the whole it's all society's <laughs> we've problems. Air, we've got the airplane gate treaty, airplane children's seats, mm-hmm. and no mate, no making a home in your airplane. That's right. No talking to other people on no the talking, airplane. No it should be a silent retreat. We should all just read about this guy, this uh, author, Vice News or something. He went into, he did a darkness retreat where he went no sound, no light for five days. And that 
produces the natural DMT in your brain uh-huh. to rev up, apparently, for whatever rev reason. Up. It goes from melatonin to DMT at some point during the transition. But I thought to myself, we should treat airplanes like that, too. It should be dead silent, dead dark. Everyone just shuts up and we get to our location on time. Because I'm sick of it. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, this dude really inconvenienced me the entire way well, home. I think... <laughs> Let's... Damn. I, I think next time what we need to do is roll out the old, uh, the old Rolling Stones, you know, thing from the plane from 1970s. Where they have the bar? Yeah. Yeah. And then isn't that for sale? Where we could have that as our TCB. Oh, you want to make the old Rolling Stones plane the TCB plane? Yeah, why not? I'm pretty sure it's illegal to fly that into most countries because it's probably got more cocaine on the carpet <laughs> than I've ever snorted up my nose. And that's quite a bit, kids. I'm just sharing that with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, we need a private plane is what I'm saying. We do need a private plane. For you. Just for you. Well, yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> because I know you're not going to shut up the whole flight. You know me. If the people who don't know me want to talk to me, imagine the people who do know me. I told Astrid when she got those plane tickets for that vacation, I said, yeah, I don't have to sit with you guys. <laughs> Did you somehow orchestrate that where the kids and Astrid were away from you? Astrid actually said this to me. She goes, <laughs> she goes, why don't you fly comfort and we'll fly in the back? Because I get fussy. You know, my back gets fussy after a couple hours. And so I just get old, old and curmudgeon and I'm like, ah, why don't we just all go comfort? She's like, we can't afford that kind of shit. It's like, no, we're going away to stay at Shangri-La. We're staying at some <laughs> shitty rent-a-house. You know, Spain has like 30 beautiful cities on its coast and a couple of islands, Mallorca, Minorca, and all this other stuff. It's got all these beautiful places you can go, but I can't afford any of those places, so we're like staying in between those two towns in a little shanty shack in the middle of nowhere. Oh, it'll one bohemian. Ah, it's bohemian. I had enough friends that are bohemian. I see those friends of mine, those bohemian friends of mine. They're they're over in uh, Ibiza. They are in Ibiza. Yeah, they're in Ibiza. Or Tulum. Or Tulum, driving their own personal yacht. They're in a yes, yacht. Yes. And I'm like, how did you get I that? Know, I, I know. Oh, we rented it. You rented a yacht? <laughs> or they've got their private villa overlooking the cliff. Yes. This, you know, they're Instagramming. Thanking <laughs> the universe for all that is gratefulness. <laughs> Grateful in my heart. Grateful in your heart for your $35,000 a night house with a personal chef and a yacht tied up to the side? That must be a nice life you're living. You're all bohemian until it comes to counting your cash. Exactly. And then you're, you're just fine buying a brand new BMW. Right. It drives me fucking crazy. It drives me fucking crazy. And listen, I don't hate on anybody else's money. I'm not hating on that. But there's just a little bit, a little twist of hypocrisy. Listen, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So I'm going to skew me now, right? Is that when you're talking about the Buddha on high and then you're asking the Mercedes dealership (laughs) how long it's going to take to get your custom Mercedes. It's like, ah, ah, ah." (laughs) I don't know about that. True. Yeah. When you're... uh, you know, uh, feeling empathy for all of the world's children who can't afford food, but you're down in Aruba, sunbathing topless with your brand new $40,000 tits. <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't match up. It's like the girls in the, bi- it's like the girls in the bikinis in exotic locations. And trust me, I know on about Instagram. Instagram girls on bikinis. These girls in these bikinis. They're beautiful women. They, God bless them. I have to, I'm not. I'm no pro. Obviously, show your body. Have fun. 
But what drives me fucking crazy is then the inspirational quotes that go along on those posts. Like I'm paying attention to anything except your vagina is basically hanging out of that string bikini. <laughs> I think I could see your clitoris from there. <laughs> Let me zoom in and make sure. Yep, that's your clitoris. That's, that's yep, a, I checked. Grateful. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag grateful. grateful. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> How are you feeling today? Blessed? How are you feeling? I'm feeling fucking miserable. <laughs> did you wake up on the same earth I did? It took me two seconds to hate my life when I woke up this morning. Oh, uh, no, I'm kidding. I love my life. It's wonderful. Yes. It's wonderful. Shut up, Blue! <laughs> you need a vacation. I do need a vacation. Mm. And I'm taking one. To the, 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 to the shanty. Yeah. I'm going to the east coast of Spain <laughs> where there's no coast. It's all rocks. It's all rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a beach villa. It's just facing the wrong way. <laughs> my beach villa, my beach villa costs thirty thousand dollars a night. Comes with a private ship, a yacht, and brand new tits. What is yours? Eh, it's a one bedroom house facing the wrong way. It's a straight cliff down to the beach. <laughs> just gotta jump and hope you make it. Just facing south. Yeah, facing south. <laughs> Not sunrise or sunset. No, don't get sunrise or sunset. (laughs) I get the benefit of hearing the ocean and smelling the ocean, but seeing a 15-lane highway. That's what I get, because that's what I can afford, because the commercial break signed that new contract. Everything's going great now. (laughs) We went from not being able to afford to stay somewhere to being able to afford one, Somewhere between. Uh, yeah, one of the houses on VBRO. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> when I look at houses on VBRO, I go lowest to highest. I just wanted you to know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do that on everything. Well, listen, someday we're going to make it. Someday yes, we're going to make one it. one day. And when we do, Chrissy, and when we do, you know what I know? I know my wife is going to be in line, in tow, Submissive to my every word, submissive to my every thought. She seems like that. She's a totally submissive woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Astrid's a weeping vi- willow is what she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She just sits around like, catering to your every need. There's a pair but of pants being true. worn in this household. <laughs> it is not being worn by me or Blue. <laughs> Sharing that with you. Blue and I are suffering the same fate. I am the submissive husband. But what I found online, as we were discussing last episode, was that one of the trends I see on the, let's call it uh, kind of the Christian YouTube, and what I mean by that is the endless amounts of kind of Christian videos that are up on YouTube, and a lot of them are harmless and wonderful in nature, teaching you to be positive and grateful and all that other stuff. There's a lot of great Great Listen, Brian, Iggy Azalea 219. Iggy Azalea 219. That's right. Galoshes. That's where it begins. Two through four. <laughs> Galoshes, two through four. Goliaths, two through four says, it all starts with some bullshit in the Bible is where it all starts. But what I want to share is, by and large, there's there are videos out there that even though they have, not by and large, small portion of them. Share something positive and wonderful that you're like, wow, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. And then there's a whole chunk of them that is a bunch of horseshit from beginning to end. And what we're focusing on now is a rebellious wife and how to get her to submit to your will. 
Just um, do it through God. Just blame it on God. God told God told you go told me to tell you to shut up and sit down. <laughs> told me to tell you. God told me through my dick to tell you to shut up and suck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just walking with God. His rod and his staff. Oh yeah. That's Zeus. That's Zeus. That Four twenty nine. Zeus. <laughs> Little Mermaid 4 through 39 says, Thou shalt kiss the girl (laughs) under the sea. (laughs) TCB. Hey, everybody. It's your favorite part of the show where I pine for more of your attention. First way you can help fill this hole in my soul, go to Apple and leave us a positive review. It takes two seconds out of your day, and it really does help grow the show. But there's no quid pro quo here. You don't have to give us anything to get something for free. Go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the Contact Us button, and send us your physical address. We'll send you a 21 EPM sticker directly to your locale. You can also go to youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited episodes the same day they air here on the audio feed 855-TCB-8383 is where you go to drop us a text message questions comments concerns content ideas we take them all at 1-855-TCB-8383 add the commercial break on instagram if you're into that kind of thing and tcb podcast on tiktok it's what i hear the kids are doing it's all the rage one last thing if you could if you will if you would visit our sponsors websites buy their products if you're in the market for them and always use our specialized urls or codes when and if you can they pay our bills and who knows you may be the reason we have electricity in the studio tomorrow and i thank you ahead of time for that kind gesture let's listen to those sponsors for a few minutes and then we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break If you're like me and almost everyone else I know, your second language learning stopped at high school or college. And while my rudimentary Spanish certainly came in handy in some situations, when I met Astrid, it became a necessity. As a bilingual household, I needed to understand what people were saying about me behind my back. That's when I turned to Babbel. I've been using it for years to help me communicate with the ones I love. And now as we're getting ready for an extended vacation overseas, I'm pulling Babbel back out to help me sharpen up and get ready for the trip. Babbel 15-minute lessons make it a perfect way to learn a new language on the go. And the expertly crafted lessons are built around real life. You learn how to have practical conversations about travel, relationships, business, and more. And while some other language learning apps use AI exclusively, Babbel's lessons were created by over 100 language experts. And right now, because Babbel is so good to the TCB listeners, you can get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash TCB. That's babbel.com slash TCB for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, it's language for life. Go to babbel.com slash TCB and thank you to Babbel for being a sponsor of the commercial break. Go on, babbel.com slash TCB. Learn a new language. You know you want to. TCB. So... Without further ado, I was thrown on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. And we're back oh. with our friends Shang and I can't remember her name, but they are a couple who walks with Christ and every day through the Lord. I don't think they said Lord. her name because that would make her real. Yeah, well, that would make her real. And that's just, that's she's just being full of ego. And yeah. no one needs that. No one needs a woman with mm-hmm. her own thoughts. No. Hey, please. 
That's why I started the commercial break, to get away from women and their own thoughts. <laughs> Unfortunately, I invited <laughs> Chrissy, and now she won't shut up. I'm stuck on an airplane endlessly with Chrissy, and I just signed a contract for another year. That's why I'm so miserable today. All right, here we go. We're going to share what it takes to be a submissive wife. All right, everybody listen up here, because this is really important stuff. <laughs> Class, pay attention. You're gonna to want to. You're gonna to want to remember this. <laughs> You've heard of the biblical principle of a wife's submission, but what does that look like practically? Listen in, and we'll give you seven tips on how you can build your submissive help as a wife in the home. You've heard of the biblical principle of submission, but how do you actually beat your wife into submission? We'll teach you that on this episode of Hanging with the Fangs. Seven tips. Yeah, seven tips. Mm-hmm. Let's see if, unlike Frankie, they can yeah, actually get yeah, through seven see. tips. I'm so used to being disappointed. Welcome back to The Biblical Couple, where we help you walk with God in your marriage. If you want to learn the definition of submission in marriage, then check out a video that we did previously right here. But today, we're going to be talking about the practical application of how to live out that submission in marriage, specifically in the home. Okay, and we know that might sound outdated, possibly misogynistic, but it is actually not because that's a clear teaching of scripture and what God finds as precious in Titus 2, 3 to 5. Oh yeah, that explains <laughs> it right the fuck away. Yeah. Uh, more of your bullshit scripture uh, finagling. This is, this is what drives me crazy about people who like take the word of whatever in this case, the Bible, and they twist it all the fuck up and they mangle it, and then it fits their particular agenda, so now everybody has to listen to it and everybody well, has to I go with it. It may sound so outdated, but this passage from 2,000 years ago shows it all. Yeah, it shows it all. <laughs> it's not outdated because it's God's will, and we're about to show you why on this YouTube channel, nonetheless. <laughs> on the YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Yeah, Titus 2, That's my favorite part, is they're trying to get famous on YouTube. Mm. ...is instruction to older women to guide younger women in how to love their husbands and to be good helpers in the home. Uh, specifically, verse 5 gives instruction for younger women to be sensible, pure workers at home. And I know... And run. Worker <laughs> bees. Yeah, worker bees. Mm -hmm. ...wrestling to the modern ear, but just think about the way that a godly wife will love the design of God and the position that God's given to her and that she will love her family and her home and her children and especially her husband so much that she would want to serve the Lord by serving them. That oh, that just takes care of it all. You just mm. perfectly explained away all the misogyny that comes along with this. Thanks, Shang. That leads us to tip number one, which is to revel in your role. Yeah, you really want to revel in your role, love your role, embrace your role. Don't just perform Get it as something on. perfunctory. Get your role on. Yeah. <laughs> Take roles. Oh, whistle while we mop. Cleaning up Shane's pee from the toilet. Da, 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 da. I love my little Shane. Gonna do all his little chores. Jump off the top wall. It's reveling rolling. And doing it reluctantly, but you really give it 110% because you know that that's how you're going to honor Not only do you have to submit to your man, but you got to smile while you're doing it, yeah. Chrissy. Mm -hmm. The smile on your face and a song in your heart. Uh -huh. The Lord. I remember. A dagger behind your van. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Guaranteeing. 
five years, yep. this woman has her own YouTube <laughs> channel, and she's talking about what an asshole Shang was. Dating, we had a very superficial understanding of roles and complementarianism, and that just came out because I literally texted Joanna before, back when we were dating, like, oh, are you complementarian? Kind of like, just like <laughs> checking it off the box sort of a thing, and it's just really odd. And of course, you know, back when we were dating... It's the first thing I said to Astrid. Are you complementarian? Dear Astrid, are you complimentarian? <laughs> Fuck that. I'm looking for a straight up... Ho! I'm looking for someone to clean my drawers. It's not like we had husband and wife roles where Joanna had to submit to me, but yeah, we just had a very superficial understanding of it. Yeah, so speaking of that texting story, I specifically remember like pacing around my mom's kitchen and I was typing out my answer and I was like, okay, yes, I know this is the correct answer. Complementarianism. I was like even checking articles as, as like sources to make sure I was correct. And on point, and I was like, okay, he's gonna, he's gonna fall for me. It worked, it worked, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I was checking articles to make sure I could submit to my husband. <laughs> In my mom's kitchen. In my mom's kitchen. And I looked at the scripture, and I didn't understand a fucking word of it, but I'm pretty sure it means I'm supposed to be a complimentarian. <laughs> it, it's not necessarily the right way to do it. No, it's yeah. not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it that way. And for those of you who haven't seen the previous video, which again, you can see right here, complementarianism is just believing in God-designed complementary gender roles. Yes, yeah, so speaking of complementarianism, that superficial understanding of it really showed itself when we were dating. There was one time I remember specifically being in Sheng's apartment, don't worry, his apartment mate was there. So we weren't just, it wasn't just the two of us alone. Whoa! Whoa! Revelations 34 through 35. I bet she showed a knee. Hey, girl. It's me, Carl. Uh, I don't know what all this is about, but I just got to say that I, I got a different way of approaching things. Here's what I do. I can't preach on a full dick. So what I did, Shang, was I took your wife and I said, are you a complementarianism? And uh, she was checking the article. And while she was checking the article, I whipped out my little rod and staff. And I said, I want to walk with the Lord with you into the shower where you might get undressed. But don't worry, my housemate is here, so we're not alone. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you some things that Shang never showed you. So do me a favor. Compliment this. I know, girl. I know. God bless me. Hashtag bless. Hashtag bless, bless this mess. Hashtag bless this mess. Hashtag take off that dress. You know what I'm saying, girl? Sorry, Shang. Didn't mean to offend you, but uh, your girl's got a nice ass. Got a nice ass. It's in scripture. Proverbials 3 through 30 or whatever. I don't even know. I was just in it for the pussy. I'm sorry, Shane. It says it somewhere. It says it somewhere. <laughs> something about something. Bible verse, something about something. It says that Carl's little pee-pee. <laughs> Carl's little pee-pee walks with the Lord. Oh, yeah. Okay, girl, I got to go. Bye. But I was preparing... Thai basil chicken and at first I was really excited to cook it because I know that Shang really liked Thai food and so I started cutting away the chicken while Shang was working on some lesson prep or something and over time 
I was cutting away the chicken fat and I was like, oh, my neck hurts, oh, my back hurts. And I was like, oh, I have to keep cutting this chicken fat. And I was just grumbling in my heart. And of course, you know, we were dating. So it doesn't mean like I had to cook for him like, like a wife would be willing to do. But I Like a wife would be willing to do? <laughs> It's, this is so shitty. It's so bad. It's so, it's so bad. bad. And your neck and your back and hurt from and cutting and chicken? Chi- chicken fat. Yeah, chicken fat? What kind of... Did you actually have the whole chicken? I, 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 Was it actually a pig? <laughs> what are you doing? I, my neck... I got all kind of back problems. Never heard from cutting chicken. I have a deep understanding of living out that principle and just kind of checked it off and said, yep, I believe in complementarianism without actually trying to practice it. Exactly. So super important to have that heart check for yourself. Are you reveling in your role? Uh, or husbands who are watching this, does your wife really have that deep heart understanding and appreciation of her role? Is she reveling in her role? Because it's so easy to just be superficial, giving that mental assent without the actual substance of it. And to my fellow ladies out Oh my God, Chrissy. Not only do you have to submit to my every will, but then you have to really like it. In your heart, you have to be willing to do mm. it. I just don't understand this. I really don't. Oh, I understand yeah. serving other people. I do it all the time. I got 35 fucking children. I know what serving <laughs> somebody is all about. I get it. I do it out of, the, out of the joy that I get from helping my family. But I never feel that I'm submitting to someone else's will. It should never feel like no. that. And nor should my wife ever feel like that. She probably does, but never... <laughs> Probably never Let's hear should what, what this woman has to say. The yeah. ladies. God doesn't view this as invisible work or grunt work, right? The culture has indoctrinated our minds thinking that you should rise above the menial tasks and that housework is beneath you and just do what you love. Of course, there's nothing wrong with doing what you love. We should have the right perspective, though. And that is God's perspective on joyfully being workers at home. So 1 Peter 3, 4 talks about how when a wife submits to her husband with a gentle and quiet spirit, which is an imperishable quality before God, that that is truly precious to God. And I don't know about you, but I want to be precious in God's sight. And when we think about Christ and his Not example- Not me. Comes- Not me. I have zero interest in being precious in front of anybody. <laughs> This is, uh, she is twisting herself uh, up right now. She, and notice it's Peter, 12 through 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peter wrote this. <laughs> it wasn't some woman who wrote this. No. It was Peter who wrote this. Going to the earth to serve and not to be served in Matthew 20, 28, that that truly is our example of humility and how to serve our family in submission and being workers at home. And that's just amazing that God gives us that privilege to do that. Awesome. A privilege? Like, he's got two hands. She's got two hands. Whoever does the dishes is... Gets to it first. Yeah. Yeah, because it needed to be done. But I guarantee that's not what happens in this (laughs) household. I can guarantee that's not. And he's just got a shit-eating grin on his face. I want to smack that grin right off his face. So if you have tip number one down, which is to revel in your role, it logically leads to tip number two, which is don't force your husband to do things around the house that you don't want to do. What are some of the errands that you love the least, that you pretty much hate around the house? Um, is it washing the dishes? Putting or... OxyClean on the skid marks. The <laughs> <laughs> cleaning the jizz off my back? Yeah. Or cleaning the jizz off his back? The pee all around the toilet. Pee all around the toilet. <laughs> Whenever his friend Dave comes over, I gotta wipe the jizz off his back, and I don't like it. Ash. Changing diaper. Scrubbing... Grout. 
Scrubbing grout. Yeah. Whatever it might be, right? I mean, naturally, husbands like scrubbing are- grout? I kind of like scrubbing grout, actually, if I'm being honest. I like cleaning a shower. It is, it is cool. Cathartic. Yeah, it is. When I see it getting all clean, I'm like, oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> the sense of accomplishment. By the way, I just want to share that even if we hadn't had this show, I don't think these two would be a couple that I would ever fancy going out with. No. Like, I don't think I would enjoy their company oh, whatsoever. No, 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 no. Stronger, more strapping, and brawny, and so muscular. Pretty this is much. How God made them. Yeah, exactly. Six packs all the time. Uh, and so maybe your husband has more strength, and naturally he's going to be more able bodied to do some things around the house. But you need to assess your heart where you're not actually just uh, procrastinating and pushing things onto him because you selfishly don't want to do it, right? <laughs> He's like, right? Right? And she looked at And she's like, did you just <laughs> fart? <laughs> <laughs> she hates him. Oh, yeah. How much does. resentment is seething in this girl's mm, eyes? A lot. Yeah. I, I feel for her. Well, actually, I don't feel for her. She's going to rise above this. She's going to get out of this. Yeah. Makes sense. And that leads us to tip number three. Don't be afraid to get your hands dirty. And we get that from Proverbs 31, verse 17 and verse 19. And maybe you're thinking, oh, Proverbs 31, woman, I don't want to live anybody's shadow. Okay. This is a noble woman that God finds as precious. Don't you want to be like a noble woman like that? God wouldn't put that there for, for no reason. Exactly. This woman? Exactly. <laughs> exactly like God said. You're so right, honey. Get your hands dirty. Don't you want to be precious in front of the magic man in the sky? <laughs> that mean everything to you? It says, she fears the Lord and she shall be praised. Verse 30. Do you want to be praised by the almighty, omnipotent, all-knowing God? I think you do. So you want to be strong. In verse 17, like what Joanna said, she girds herself with strength and she makes her arms strong. You know, she's all fit because of all of the hard work that she does. She's not just rocking the Lululemon and doing the yoga and everything so that she can show off her bod and get on the IG and, you know, selfie it up or anything. That's like he knows a lot about the IG and the Uh, yoga bods. Trust me. I have a feeling about this. I have another feeling. My spidey sense is going up about this guy, too. Why do I have a feeling all of these guys are repressed in some way, shape, or form? Of course. I think Shang on on Saturday afternoons, when he says he's going to Bible study, he's really at the fucking shoe show doing lines off some stripper tits. <laughs> yes. He's coming home talking about walking with the Lord and being precious. It's because she's serving her family. She gets all toned up because of that. Inverse. That's the new. That's the new Hollywood praise. It's the. It's the subservient workout. That's right. It's the submissive workout. (laughs) Fuck the keto diet. (laughs) Or yoga, or weightlifting, or anything like that. No, it's the cleaning house diet. That's right. You do everything I tell you to do, and you're going to get nice and fit. Mm -hmm. Let's start with the toilets. (laughs) Scrub those. And her hands grasp a spindle. And so basically, she's working and she's weaving either wool or flax to make clothing. Oh my goodness. For her family. Yeah. And that's how she gangs swole. <laughs> you, 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 don't be afraid. Swole. <laughs> I'm so funny. I'm the comedian at church. Get your hands dirty. Because I know husbands and wives, we get so used to our technological age where we're just used to doing all this stuff and like, I'm going to serve my family through spreadsheets or whatever. But don't be afraid to get in there. I'm going to serve my family through you porn or whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Grinder.
and get get that clean and do that elbow grease. You know, wax on, wax off, and actually put it in that sweat where you're you're feeling good serving the family with actually your your physicality and your energy. Time for tip number four. This guy thinks he's a it's laugh a minute. Yeah, he thinks he's highly entertaining. Mm-hmm. He's literally the Dave Letterman yeah, of of the couple's Bible. Yeah, as hat. Yeah, <laughs> as hats who beat their wives. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Um, well, tip number four is to discipline your sleep schedule for the benefit of your family. That's one really cool practical way that you can be submissive to your husband because. Even though you are working in the home, maybe you are a full-time stay-at-home mom, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing the work of the Lord. If you are getting up at like 12 p.m., all of a sudden, breakfast forcibly has turned into lunch, and then you're just like, half the day is gone. Get up, Oh my God! (laughs) Get up, get up, get up! It's me, Shang, and I need breakfast! It's 6.04 in the morning and your kids are hungry. Submit to the Lord. Be precious. Do it now. I haven't had my morning milking yet. I haven't had my jizz letting yet. It says in Galatians 4-4, let the milk flow when the sun rises. Thou shalt jizz on thy wife. Three times a day. And then you gotta go make breakfast. That's right. Uh huh. Open up Instagram! <laughs> Find pictures of guys with silky smooth bodies. Milk my cow. Milk my dick tit. <laughs> that's tip. Wait, wait, that's tip number seven. Milk my dick tit. <laughs> We haven't gotten there yet. That's not productive, and that's not a wise use of time. So to discipline the self, and I know husbands and wives both got to work on that. Amen to that. I know I feel myself needing that as well. But look at this example. Proverbs 31 verse 15 says, She rises also while it is still night and gives food to her household and portions to her maidens. And then verse 18 It says, she senses that her gain is good. Her lamp does not go out at night. So she rises while it's still nighttime. So it's really early in the morning. And then when it's actually night, nighttime, her lamp still doesn't go out. This this woman is ready to give up her comfort, give up some shut eye and to really stretch herself and be uncomfortable for the sake of her family. (laughs) No. We here at the Shang family. (laughs) In Methians 344... It says, thou shalt cook Drano for the sake of, for the, sake of the woman's staying up work ethic. <laughs> yeah, rising early, staying up late. She's willing to discomfort herself and stretch a little bit so I can get my shut eye. Unbelievable. Un-fucking-believable. And how they, I love how they say at the beginning of the video, people think this is misogyny, but it's not. It's the exact opposite because God told us it's the way we walk with the Lord. Right. Right, right, yeah. right so, Brian. Yeah, right. Okay. I know I'm right. Yeah, he's getting 12 hours of sleep. She's getting two. Yeah. And that's not to say you don't get your physical rest, but that you see that willing servant heart here. That's super good example. Really practical. Tip number five is think ahead for the needs of your family. So we get that from Proverbs 31, 21. She's not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. As winter rolls around, she's not afraid of the snow because she's already prepared clothing that's ready for the snow. And so maybe for today's day, maybe we would say- What? What? 
<laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> this is a this is such horse shit. We're gonna. There's a Bible. I have a Bible somewhere in this house. There's a Bible. Uh-huh. We, anytime we have a like, anytime we're talking and we can't figure something out, we're just gonna pick a random Bible passage and we're gonna twist it up to God fit our fit our agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't get any snow at all, but. Maybe your husband has a really long work day and you already know that. So maybe you prepare extra snacks for him to be able to be fat. EPM 2121. Yeah. EPM 21 EPM 21 Going on a camping trip and you know that there are going to be a lot of mosquitoes. So you bring some mosquito repellent and you bring sunscreen because you don't want your family to burn. And, and, and that's just common sense. Was, yeah. I mean, that's what? just common sense. <laughs> That's just because I never remember to bring the sunscreen. <laughs> Astrid's just so much better at that. Yeah. yeah. He does. So just think ahead and be thoughtful about how you can serve your family. Tip number six is try to grow in practical homemaking skills, such as cooking, cleaning, sewing, finances. I know for cooking, finances. growing up. Hey, now. There's where it goes. Yep. There's where this girl's winning. Yep. yep he has yep, no yep, idea yep. how much money's in their bank mm-hmm. account, and she never will. No, well, actually, he, he never, never will. will. No. I, just, I just loved it. Whenever it was on TV, I would just watch it. And I think the Lord really used that to be able to help me understand the principles behind cooking so that now as a wife, I really implemented that. And it's really helped me grow and advance in my skills in cooking. Sewing, on the other hand, I'm not that great at. I learned how to sew first in middle school or something. And it's been a long time since I've actually sewn something like of, of tangible you better get quality, to it like, you better get on it girl geez. you better get yourself a solar 3000 <laughs> <laughs> we better be stitching these kids clothes by tuesday piece of clothing but it's just a, a really helpful skill to have that i can use like for instance if shang's button falls off or samuel's clothes have a hole and i can stitch a little thing on it a patch then that would be really helpful to serve my family in those skills yeah, Proverbs 31.16 talks about this Proverbs 31 woman. She considers a field and buys it. From her earnings, she plants a vineyard. So just look at how smart, intelligent, and enterprising that she out. is. Yeah, that's right. She wants to get drunk to stay away from Shang. Shang the woman handler. <laughs> I like that woman that planted the vineyard. Yeah, I do. I like her too. Let's, I well, now I'm interested in this yeah. book a little bit more. I'm going to find out about that woman with the vineyard. And I love how Shang makes it sound so all oh, wonderful. Uh-huh. Look how intelligent she is. She serves her man with wine. She's considering a field and buying it. She understands those finances, like Joanna was talking about, and she's. Oops, sorry. To be able to build and serve my family in the long haul. You can see how she's thinking about how to build and develop her skill set to better serve the family. And that's exactly what this tip is all about. And the seventh and final tip is to work with delight. Proverbs 31 verse 13 says that she works with her hands in delight. And that is the most Oh, I bet she does. (laughs) Now you're talking scripture. I actually do know. God said work with your hands, and so I've been working with a couple of the couple of the girls in the women's group and the women's Bible study group. I've been showing up every Saturday, and we've all been working on this hands thing. And now let me tell you, it took a hot minute, but I figured out how to get all the hands on my little Pope. <laughs> and uh, delightful. what can I say? It's been delightful. <laughs> Who knew I liked fucking an incense holder? But I do. And I actually like frankincense and myrrh. 
directly up my butt. They stick the frankincense up my butt. I fuck the myrrh. And then uh, little baby Jesus comes out of the manger. You know, you know what I'm saying? You're doing great, Shang. Keep it going. You're you're even too creepy for me. Thing, because at the end of the day, it's not really what she puts on the table and how good the recipe is, and it's not really about how clean the house is, but it's just how much she delights in serving her family and in serving the Lord. That kind of delight, that kind of consistent smile on the wife's face Here's is the what shift lifts- pie. Here's the something I made you. <laughs> it's razor blade pie. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, oops. Wrong recipe. Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I said razor blade. This is the one I wanted. <laughs> this is gasoline milk. Oops. Delightful. Wrong one. Here's Mr. Clean chicken fried chicken. It may not taste good, but that's not what matters. It's the smile on my face. <laughs> Up the entire atmosphere of the home and brings so much comfort to the husband's heart and inspires the admiration of her children. And we see that same attitude in verse 30 that says, Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. And I think a lot of us know that verse, but the heart and the attitude of that woman is really what is admirable because she fears the Lord. And you know, us wives, we could be vacuuming with a grumbling attitude or even just vacuuming for our own sake because it just gives us a peace of mind that it's clean and spotless when we're not actually doing it for the Lord. And so again, that attitude and her that vacuum for the Lord. Lord. Yeah, I got a vacuum oh, for man, the Lord. That's, the moral of the story is vacuum for the Lord. Here's a tube you can suck. <laughs> Oh my God. Let me show you my little my little Dyson from the Lord. Lord, give me a little Dyson. <laughs> oh yeah, girl, you got it now. Make sure you get the corners. That's where all the dust goes. Uh 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 huh. You missed the spot. Back and forth. Back and forth. It's <laughs> really what is to God. There you have it, guys. Here's my little Dyson dick. It's gone from suck to blow. (laughs) Got to reverse and clean up the pipes. That's right. You don't want those rusty pipes that blow a gasket. You got to make sure they're lubed up. Seven tips on how to practically submit in marriage. You know what I have to commend them on is that they did. They actually did the seven seven tips. tips. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If there's anything that we can say positive about that video. Is that they actually gave seven tips uh-huh. when they said they were going to give seven tips. Unlike most other people that we watch. <laughs> who say, here's four things, you know, to change your dating fate or whatever. And they only yep. give you one tip and then they talk for a half an hour about their <laughs> ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Thanks, Frankie. Where's Frankie when you need him? I, know. I bet Frankie buys into this one 100%. He probably never stepped foot in a church, but he buys into this 100%. That's a whole philosophy. Yeah. I imagine that's what causes divorce. <laughs> yeah. He wanted his woman to be submissive. (laughs) Hey, ladies, you don't have to submit to anybody else's will, except your own. That's it. Find a guy who likes you for you. You guys enjoy each other's company. 
That's all that matters, Chrissy. You can build a wonderful family working together on an even playing field. Mm-hmm. Or just let Astrid do just let Astrid be in charge. <laughs> because sometimes that works good too. Oh yeah. Hey, listen, no complaints here at the Green Household. At least not from me. Probably from Astrid, <laughs> but not from me. All right, tcbpodcast.com. That's where you go. You'll find out more information about Chrissy and I. You can watch all the videos, you can listen to all the audio everything our entire catalog is right there at tcbpodcast.com we'd also like to remind you that 21 ejaculations per month reduce your risk of prostate cancer so we're giving you a 21 epm sticker from the commercial break we've given out lots of them we have lots more so write us Hit the contact us button at tcbpodcast.com. Write us. Give us your address. If you want us to sign it or something, we'll be happy to do that. Just let us know. You can call up the or, or text the phone line, 855-TCB-8383. 1-855-TCB-8383 from anywhere in the world. Toll free. We'll pick up the charges. We'd like to hear your comments, questions, concerns, most importantly, content ideas. We never spam You'll always get a, a receive a text message back from one of the team members here. Don't worry. We're walking with the Lord, too, doing the hard work, <laughs> texting people back. That's how we do it. I have Chrissy doing all of that. <laughs> That's Chrissy 219. That's right. At the commercial break on Instagram, hashtag TCB podcast on TikTok and YouTube.com slash the commercial break. YouTube.com slash the commercial break. Please go there, like, and subscribe on your favorite fully edited videos. Same day they air here on the audio feed. All right, Chrissy, I guess that's all I can do today. I think so. I love you. And I love you. Best to you. Best to you. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. Goodbye.